0: All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome to Forbidden Radio, episode two. Um, I'm joined with Angel, and I'm your host Noah. And uh, today we're going to talk about Echoes of the Old Universe, our upcoming book. That's right. It comes
1: out February 26th, I believe.
0: Yeah, I hope we we stick to that release date. Uh, our, our money. So um, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's already been pushed back once. Hopefully, there's no more delays.
0: You know what? I will say the my only not issue but like when it comes to movies when they get pushed back you know the movie's going to be kind of crap but when it comes to books and video games that's that always means that hey we're going to try and improve it we're we're trying to make sure things are done done right and that the quality is, is there and from what we heard from the the um the demo books that they that they got that the quality is pretty good so far so i'm yeah. pretty i'm pretty pretty hyped for that so
1: yeah you're totally right about that uh Yeah, I mean, you're right. Movies, usually when they get pushed back, like, honestly, sometimes they just end up getting canceled. Mm -hmm. But this book will not get canceled. Coming out (laughs) very soon. Keep an eye out. About three weeks from now, guys. About three weeks from now. (laughs) I want to get a copy already. So do I. I want to see our creation physically.
0: I know. And, like, it's funny because I'm not going to say any names or try and spoil anything on what's being worked on behind the scenes but I know some of the the comics that are being worked on are, are probably going to end up being digital but I so oh, desperately yeah. want like physical like I want to see like how right. a physical comic would look for us you know what I'm saying because we already have the, yeah. uh, the the first book and the first book looks great you know so yeah, yeah, yeah no, I think I,
1: comics would be really cool physical but I understand it's like more expensive harder to do harder to distribute
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely is, and then it's like, are we gonna distribute like comics wise, right? It's not just yeah. like, it's it's digital now, but then you also have the old guard, which is like trying to get it out to, um, comic stores. Um, uh, where I live, you know, around uh, L.A., there's a com like a massive comic book warehouse called Frankinson's. and oh, okay. there's like a dozen different comic dealers in there, so it's like you gotta coordinate with them too. So I can kind of see us just sticking to um digital, maybe doing uh physical like um. What's it called? You print. It's like print to order, basically. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Ez yeah, doing like that. The
1: book, the book,
0: the book. Yeah. So Angel, what is your what do you what is your hope with this book? Like what like what's the thing that like you hope the most like comes out of this?
1: Honestly, this book, I'm gonna go ahead and say it' not my finest work, just because it's like the first thing that I've ever had actually like I guess published, mm-hmm. and. It's short stories, you know, it's my first time like actually writing a completed story. If I'm being honest, I always like start things and then never finish them. Mm -hmm. So this was just like something for me to actually complete something, you know, just get something out there. And, you know, even if we don't sell a lot of copies, I'm just proud that we were able to finish a book. And I think it's really cool that we all were able to work on it together. And I think everyone else wrote some really great stories.
0: I agree i agree uh it's funny you you say that because i also kind of feel like that that it's not my my finest uh work really Uh, i loved your
1: stories did you really (laughs) thanks dude that means a lot You're great i think your writing is great i think your world building is awesome
0: dude that means a lot because i honestly like i think you and i probably both suffer from imposter syndrome when it comes to writing yeah it's like why why are we here that's why like when i asked I asked Armani and um, Eric, like, why did we get chosen? And, you know, he told right. us that like, cause if you guys don't know, there was 300 people that applied to work um, with forbidden origins. And initially it was eight. Now it's only six of us. And it's like something that has to, that has to say something about us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was unreal. Yeah. Right. Like it, it feels, it feels like weird to, to know that people outside my friends and family like what I write. You know? right exactly um but yeah actually give them uh, a little brief give the audience a brief overview of what you wrote your stories give okay. like a like a one two one a one to two uh sentence synopsis i guess
1: all right let's see Oh, well, i wrote three of them oh, yeah. uh they're all really short i think mine are the shortest throughout maybe except for like armani's and eric's But mm-hmm. uh, my first one it's the, the first one in the book, actually. It's the opening. Yes. Uh, it's about a grandmother on a planet that is being attacked. And they're, like, hiding out in the forest. And she's telling them stories, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, keep their hopes up, keep them happy. Um, and it kind of just ends with, like, a bittersweet, like, a thought from the grandmother about her granddaughter. Uh, it kind of just really sets the tone for the rest of the book, I feel like. And then my second one. I can't remember what order they're in, but one of them is a father who works on a... Uh, what is it called? Like a, He makes weapons, basically, mm-hmm. on the planet Vaxleer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just trying to provide for his daughter. And some things go awry, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a revenge story. And then my third one is uh, these two army commanders from different sides of the of the war basically uh find each other in a shootout in a bar and then you know have to become friends Uh, i think it's pretty cool i think that one's more like goofy but it still kind of fits the vibe of like the the war and like you know just like the fear that's going on around
0: would you say it's kind of like a buddy cop type dynamic
1: Yeah, that's actually exactly how I described it in my promo video. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, word for word, I said it's like a buddy cop style story. And then I want to keep adding more to, like, their story. Like, I want to keep that going. I want. uh, It's called Grok and Sands. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and, um, like, I want to do more stories with them as, like, you know, the buddy cop style. Just, like, running around wreaking havoc across the planets and stuff.
0: You know, it's funny because I'm sure Armani and Eric will be more than happy to to see you expand that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Armani keeps asking me. He's like, hey, Angel, what are you sending us some more ideas? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm kind of lagging on that. But I do have some stuff that I want to work on, but I just haven't even gotten started. So I don't want to like be like, hey, I have this idea because then what if I don't end up following through? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do want to do more stuff with him
0: that's that's the one thing i will say that i that i appreciate about um eric and armani is that they they don't get on our ass um yeah granted there's no money in play right now uh <laughs> yeah <that's true. laughs> but like when there is money in play like like I, i'm very i can be very lazy but i know that once we get a little more serious with what we're doing um i'm definitely gonna get more on it like don't get me wrong. No. I love writing, but God, I'm such a lazy motherfucker. Like, I really am. (laughs) I'm the exact same way.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to write. I want to do this. I have so many ideas. But then, Mm -hmm. like, when I actually sit down to write, I'm just like, well, like I can do it later.
0: Yeah. And I am kind of glad that I'm working with you and everybody else because you guys do motivate me to get this shit done, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like that group mindset of, like, oh, well, everybody else is working on stuff. I should be working on something, too.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? yeah, like right now I'm working on a script for a comic, and Ooh. I'm not gonna give too much away, but it it's of course it takes place within the old universe and um i it's like I have the idea in my head, and I wrote out the the basic plot, but like I'm just i'm like I said I'm so lazy, but i need, I need to get on that i I told Eric and Armani by by February sometime within February it'll be done, and it's gonna get done, you know um, yeah. I will push it. Like, I'll push it, but it's going to yeah, get done. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um,
1: February is a short month, just saying, and we're already halfway through. Maybe you could extend that into March, but I yeah. Mean, if you get it done, you know, props to you.
0: I will say that, like, sometimes I lose track of time, especially when I'm working. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> but what's your, uh, how does it feel knowing
1: you're going to be an author? i'm so excited i think being able to say like i'm a published author it just sounds so cool it's so like uh oh what's the word i'm looking for uh i don't know it just sounds like very professional like yeah. i feel like i don't deserve the title <laughs> but i think it's really cool i feel like this has always been a dream of mine so it's just very exciting
0: same 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 my on my mom's side of the family we have a couple of doctors and uh, now oh, I can really? be like, hey, look at this. I'm promoting <laughs> literacy, guys. Yeah. Look at me. I'm an author. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not a, I'm, I'm not a doctor. But you know what? Damn it. I have something something ma- uh, made. So.
1: Yeah. You should be proud. Yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time that anybody that, like, knows me, like, friends and family are going to see or, like, read my writing. So that's pretty kind of maybe not scary, but it's like. I don't know. It's kind of it gives me nerves a bit. Like, like I, I'm scared to see what they think, you know,
0: I get you because like, it's one thing he taking criticism from people outside of your friends and family. But when like they, they criticize what you do, sometimes it can be a little like harder to take, even if right. like, even if it's like constructive, which for the most part right. it is, you know, when it comes from them. Of um, course it
1: always is, but it just sometimes, you know, it hits personally.
0: Yes. Yeah, like it's funny cuz I come from a very uh my family they they're pretty much like cinephiles. Um they love oh, watching movies, they love watching all kinds of different movies, uh, tv, video games and all that. And um whenever I propose ideas to them, they're always they always got to break it down. <laughs>
1: they're like, "Okay, okay. why is it, why
0: is this guy doing that? Why is she doing this?" Like blah, blah 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 and I'm like, "Guys, I'm just I literally just have a basic bones plot here. I don't <laughs> I don't have all that yet."
1: Yeah, that seems like it would add a lot of pressure to what you're doing.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate it because like that's the kind of people that like are really gonna get into what we write.
1: Yeah, of course. So like the, they're the ones that are gonna enjoy it the most, like to the fundamentals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is good to have that like uh, perspective, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. What's your What's your biggest fear?
1: My biggest fear is um i don't know i guess people not liking my writing mm-hmm. people not liking specifically my writing i think because mm-hmm. like what if they're like oh everyone else's stories are great but yours are kind of eh then i feel like that would mm-hmm. hurt the most mm-hmm. that's that's, that's kind of
0: like my biggest fear with this <laughs> it's it's funny because i feel like everybody else wrote a very a much deeper much more like like emotional story or set of stories right. And meanwhile, I'm over here writing, like, massive battles and shit. And I'm like, God, I, I feel like I'm very <laughs> surface level. <laughs> like, I feel very surface level. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everything else feels like Dune and I feel like Star Wars. <laughs> Not that T-Body? I don't love Star Wars, but still, you yeah. know. Of course.
1: But I think that's kind of, like, the beauty of what we're doing here is that, like, everybody has such a different writing style. Mm-hmm. That, like, having them all in one book is, like, really cool. Because, you know, you get to, like, bounce around between different types of stories and stuff. So I think it works. Yeah. But also, I think your stories were really good, really well written.
0: Yeah. Thank. <laughs> I'm sorry. So when, it, when people say that, it's hard for me to take like that kind of compliment, but I I do appreciate it. And I your it. your stories, like, just like uh like dominant, like you guys, it really hit me. So I really I can't wait to see what people say about your guys' stuff. Yeah. So it's gonna Thanks. be fun. Um, yeah. I
1: can't wait to see people's reviews and stuff.
0: I know. Do you think, okay, I was thinking about this, right? I'm like, do you think people are going to review it as a whole or do you think they're going to review each story individually? Like, what do you think is going to, how do you think it's going to go?
1: I hope they review it as a whole. I feel like that would kind of take away some of the pressure of like having my stories be singled out. But also I think it would be more helpful to get like an individual breakdown of each story. Just because like, you know, they'll be able to say like, what parts they liked and what parts they didn't like and what we can improve on
0: oh, I agree um okay hypothetically speaking it like it blows up crazy what, That'd be great. what I know I think it's going to blow up but like I'm talking okay. like oh yeah I'm talking like like New York Times <laughs> oh, okay okay like what how do you think we'll be able to handle that like how do you think like Forbidden Origins is going to be able to take that.
1: I honestly don't even know. I can't even like hypothetically conceptualize
0: that. Like, what if like, Stephen King tweets out a review about that would be goes to the old
1: universe. I would not believe it. I would be like, we're getting pranked. That's like AI or that's something. AI. <laughs> <laughs> can't be real. Um, I mean, that would be awesome. But I don't know. I don't know how I would react. I think I would be. Both like excited, but also like nervous because then there's more eyes on it, and then mm-hmm. it's like more potential for people to hate on it.
0: Mm-hmm. it'd Be yeah. funny, Stephen King, Grockin Sands is is such a good story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I would have to frame that.
0: <laughs> Dude, I feel that. For me, I think it's it's the same thing. Your your fear, it's people pointing me out specifically oh this guy sucks this guy's yeah. um writing is just like surface level just shit blowing up it's like the michael bay of fucking the <laughs> echoes of the old universe um i think in regards to like us potentially like getting like a lot of eyes on us i think that'll be good and, and bad um you've already yeah. said said before a lot of people will love it but then it, it opens up more room for people to hate it exactly um because so... no go ahead. go ahead no, you are go, good. I was just gonna say, like, the more people
1: like it, there's gonna be like an equal amount, if not mm-hmm. more, of people that are hating on it.
0: And it's it's funny because like I can get pretty political online, or like, uh, okay. and like I told, I'm not gonna say like any any kind of like political things here, but like I also told like Eric on Armani, yo, if people like, like, like if they're criticizing and it's good criticism, fine, that's cool. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna adapt it. But if you're like, like, if like we get like. The alt right, like crazy weirdos on YouTube, like like shit talking, or like people on TikTok, yeah, like yeah. like talking crap. I'm gonna talk shit back, and they're just like, you know what? That's fine, and you know what? I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I
1: think that'd be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm kind of sick and tired of seeing like people who make like writers and like creators, like making who make stuff, just pretty much get bullied by like exactly. people who would never make anything like of equal value. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, it's like, especially we, when it's
1: just something like, "Oh, this is like too woke or whatever." It's like, yeah,
0: you know, nonsense criticism. Yeah, because at this point, woke doesn't mean anything, right? And, and it is, exactly it's 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 like we should be allowed to like say something back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. I think arguing with people online is kind of fun sometimes.
0: It can be if you, if you,
1: especially when they're in the wrong. <laughs> Like when you know for sure that they're in the wrong but they won't accept it it's just funny to like just keep arguing with them to make them mad
0: yeah I, I i've been doing that a lot like my friend um my friend Josiah, he he's been sending me screenshots of like videos on tiktok like the comments he's run across of me like just like talking mad shit back to other people <laughs> and he's like why are you always doing this I'm like i get bored dude like i get bored like what do you like these people are stupid and it's just fun to see them just like go nuts yeah. you know it's just a
1: pastime at this point
0: yeah so okay um the future like your future with forbidden origins like what what do you want where do you want to see yourself go like what kind of things you want to make um you don't have to get too specific with what like you want to do exactly but like what just yeah just like what where do you see yourself going
1: i think i just want to do a little bit of everything i'm a type of person where i like to try as many things as i can and you know see what i like the best so i definitely want to keep doing more like science fiction stuff more old universe stuff but i've also i've always been way more interested in fantasy over sci-fi so i think i definitely want to try something in that realm and then definitely i want to do some superhero stuff whether it's like comic books or actual books um yeah i think that's my two biggest things it's like fantasy and then superheroes i've already had some like ideas for a couple heroes cooking up but i just haven't gone around to writing them because i'm
0: lazy and procrastinate (laughs) same what about you um so yeah honestly it's 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 funny it's literally the same thing fantasy um (laughs) superheroes but then i also had an idea for um a science fiction thing i think we uh you might probably heard me talk about it in the the group calls that we have war uh, it's called war metal Oh yeah,
1: yeah, dude. I've actually been like excited to hear more about this from you because I think that sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll give out a little bit. Uh, basically, think of War Metal as um, Game of Thrones in space, but it, they use giant robots to fight, kind of like Gundam, um, where there were so like in in the future, right? We have companies who went out and they colonized uh, planets, but then after after uh, over time these companies evolve from companies to like royal houses and they had they started like creating families and stuff like that and they're all within like earth's like territory but they have like their own like fiefdoms you know what i'm saying and when they go to war sure they have ground troops but like for the most part they have mecha like mechanized like units and right. um the the rank and file soldier they have they have to like they have to pilot with like joysticks and all that crap but the the lords and ladies of these royal houses the ones who are able to fight their mechs they actually put a helmet on and they can connect to their mech kind of like that's um cool. pacific rim
1: dude and that's why i'm so excited about this because i love game of thrones and i love pacific rim so that sounds amazing
0: yeah and i think i also told eric and armani that in my head like certain houses kind of specialize in different kinds of fighting styles when it comes to hand-to-hand so, oh, so cool. one house will be boxing another one will be like jeet kune Do, another one would be like karate um right. so I was thinking that'd be cool if like one box one uh house was like um brazilian Jiu Jitsu, so they're doing like leg locks and shit in mechs. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> leg locks in a mech, that'd be insane.
0: Um of course like some of them would use like regular metal swords, other ones who have more money and more wealth they use like energy swords, stuff like that.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: And um basically Earth kind of lets them do their own thing. But if anything disrupts like trade back to Earth in regards to like like natural resources and all that stuff. Then they send like an army out to go handle like the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like like the parent coming in to stop the siblings from fighting. Yeah. So like these these houses kind of have to keep it like low key, like small battles. You oh know? Okay. like four or five. Yeah. Um like four on four on four, five on five, stuff like that. Right. Um basically the whole idea in my head is that if it gets to open warfare, like hundreds of thousands of like robots fighting, then it's gone to shit. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's like the the apocalypse basically
0: yeah it's like okay it's got it got kind of out of hand now dad's coming so <laughs> yeah that's uh one of the stories that i, I really want to delve into but i also have i actually want to ask you your superheroes right like the ideas you have like i said you don't have to get too into it if you want to give anything yeah. away but like what what's like one character you might be excited about like the power set like the origin all that like what's Ooh, what excites okay. you to like like explore
1: i'm totally down to just like leak everything and just like talk about it straight up because i feel like this will um kind of like uh what's the word uh maybe not put pressure but kind of like motivate me to like Mm -hmm. actually get it done if i talk about it Mm -hmm. on air uh so one of them is a speedster Mm -hmm. uh which i just always thought speedsters were cool uh i love the flash i named my cat after wally west his name is wally But um, yeah, this guy's like a a speedster, but he's like kind of like magnetic, I guess. Like he uses, I don't I don't have it like fully fleshed out yet, but I want to do something with like, he can like manipulate electrons in the air. And that's what like, I don't, I don't know, I guess shoots him forward. But like if he's going like really fast, he basically turns into a magnet and like attracts like metal stuff to him. That's sick. And then, yeah, I, I have a bunch of notes written down. I could try to find them, but. That's one of them. And then another one. Oh, wait, here. I, ha- I found my note. It's uh okay. So actually, maybe I don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> uh, he has like an apprentice mm-hmm. who uh has to basically like form him back into a human because like when he first gets his powers, he like almost disintegrates. And he's just like a bunch of like floating particles, basically. I don't know. It's not fully done yet, but that's one of them and then i have another one who you know like the mexican like folklore like la muerte yes which is basically like death mm-hmm. like a woman who's death. Mm-hmm. um yeah it's like about this girl who can talk to her can talk to death basically mm-hmm. or like death is kind of like her i don't know kind of like her mentor and she can talk to like ghosts and she's kind of like a detective almost like uh batman style i guess but she could talk to the dead and so she uses her powers of talking to the dead to solve crimes something like that it kind of
0: reminds me of like supernatural oh actually yeah i love supernatural yeah that's the vibe i'm getting that is cool though i like that that's a good idea so okay mm-hmm. your characters are are you for the superheroes are you trying to like do a more of like latino like uh like angle
1: uh definitely for the the girl one mm-hmm. oh I, she has a name by the way at, or a placeholder name at least which is seance Ooh, i like that yeah because she could talk to ghosts and stuff i don't know i thought that was cool that but is yeah so- she's definitely i definitely want to go more like uh mexican style for that one mm-hmm. but the other one i imagine the speedster guy is a black guy okay yeah so not not all of them but I definitely would like to delve into it a bit, you know, because since that's my culture and all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because your superheroes are also, uh, like, based in, like, Aztec history, right?
0: Well, it it's... Uh, some of them are. Um, Like, okay. my main character... So, my... Okay, before I start with mine, is there, like, a name for, like, this superhero property that you're, like, trying to develop? Or is it just, like, a collection of heroes that you're putting together?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't even know if they're, like... I haven't really come up with like a universe for them yet. I'm kind of yeah. just like building each character separately okay. and then I guess eventually maybe I'll try to like piece them together somehow.
0: Mhm. Okay. But it's okay. not like for sure yet. Yeah, if you ever want to like uh shoot the shit and, and talk about like developing them, I'm you know, I'm always here, man.
1: All right. I'm so down.
0: <laughs> so, my superheroes i've already talked like a lot of people's ears off about it it's called manifest that's like the universe Mm -hmm. and um the main character alex rodriguez he's he's hispanic he's um right he's kind of whitewashed mexican but he i wrote him so that he knows spanish you know but he he doesn't he's not stereotypical um he likes rock and roll he likes rap he likes all that um but I wrote him so that he like he's not like like oozing out, I guess Mexican. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. I feel like that's the best
1: way to go about it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a reflection of me in a way where like, yeah, he'll have like like Spanish music playing sometimes, but then like his playlist is all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Um,
1: right. I'm the exact same way.
0: Yeah, and like he'll just be speaking English and like talking to his friends, but then they'll go to like the elote man, and they'll get get some, <laughs> they'll get some corn and they'll eat it. It's like little yeah. things that I peppered in there to show that, yeah, this guy, he's kind of whitewashed, but his daily mannerisms, the things that he does, it's a reflection of his culture that he comes from. Right. You know? Yeah. If,
1: I, think, I think that's so cool. I think that's the best way to do it because it's like, you don't really want like their culture to be like their
0: entire personality. Mm-hmm, exactly.
1: anything outside of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because that's my one gripe with these bigger companies who are creating heroes and trying to get them out there or like getting digging up heroes from the 90s that they did made as one-offs and trying to like like put them to the forefront right now it's just like guys just because this guy is black or hispanic doesn't mean they have an accent doesn't mean that like everything they do is is like their whole personality is their culture you know there's there's nuance you know what i'm saying
1: yeah like you can have someone be a part of a culture and show that even but if it's like the only thing that like you show about them then that's when it becomes like both boring and just kind of borderline offensive sometimes
0: it's very pandering yeah
1: very pandering
0: and it gives like, am- it, it gives so- ammo to those people who like basically like hate oh yeah seeing non-white people on screen you know? yeah because
1: then they'll be like oh they're just doing this to pander to mm-hmm. this community or whatever
0: yeah i feel like did you watch um what's it called um what's the one with cholo um the guy from um cobra kai um, he's a superhero blue beetle Beetle? did you watch that
1: i watched like half of it i'm gonna be honest i never got around to finishing it
0: (laughs) i i feel like that was a pretty good um like towing the line between like oh yeah like excessive like in your face culture
1: it was like enough to make it like uh appeal to mexican people but also not too much to where it was like just pandering.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I appreciate it, and it's funny because some of the discourse online is like, "Why is the first thing this guy want to do eat tacos when he gets off the, the plane?" I'm like, "Dude, he was in Gotham City. That's <laughs> exactly. that's like Chicago in our in like our <laughs> world. You think there's gonna yeah. be a lot of like tacos over there, like actual good taco spots up there? Like, come on. Exactly. <laughs> I'd probably like, be missing be
1: it. The that he lives in, like obviously, like that's what he's used to. Yeah,
0: like I, I'm sure you and I would be missing like." just that those those little simple things that we take for granted you know what i'm saying right yeah so it's like it's just just back up here guys it's like it's like think about this for a second yeah so when i think about like my future with forbidden origins i think i'm very very optimistic about it um i love working with you guys i love working with eric and armani um i like can't it. i can't wait thank you i can't wait To get manifest out there under the forbidden origins banner because i feel like the things that i'm doing with it that i want to do with it it's kind of different um because i really delved into conspiracy theories right Uh oh so (laughs) i'm not gonna lie ever since covid my love for conspiracy theories kind of like like um like almost died because of all the crazy like things people were saying But when I delve into conspiracy theories, I delve into it made primarily for like story beats, for ideas, for bad guys, stuff like that. And um, I've
1: always liked conspiracy theories, too. But it's like now it's seen as like, oh, crazy conservative ideals, whatever.
0: Yeah, because they kind of took over the discourse about it. Yeah. But like, for example, the way I wrote Manifest is that Bigfoot exists and it turns out Bigfoot is actually a tribe like a lost like native tribe that live in the mountains Ooh. and they're kind of like, uh, they're kind of like Wookiees. Uh, huh, and they That's can communicate cool. telepathically. Oh shit. Yeah. And like, of course there's some bad ones, but the majority of them are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I have werewolves, I have vampires. Um, I have, uh, dogmen. I've been, I've been getting really into dogmen and in, from like Texas, like they're like evil, I guess, werewolves basically. Uh, people oh, okay. people I claim they see it. them in Texas, but it's like, come on guys. Yeah. Um I have stuff like that. I have aliens, I have demons, I have angels. Um it's yeah. a lot. I have the, the pagan gods, I have like the Roman gods, the Greek, Norse, Aztec. Wow. So like a lot of like mythology and like supernatural stuff. Yeah. I love um, that type of stuff. Yeah, and I basically wrote it that Alex he gets so powerful he could fight most of these things like one on one. He could like take them Definitely. and take like very little damage. Um that's why when have you ever heard Armani be like, hey, Noah, Ion can kick Alex's ass and like he'll leave? Oh yeah. Yeah. Ion's one of their characters. Uh Oh. And he's basically on par with Alex. Oh, okay. Um like like, equally matched. Yeah, I'm not gonna get too into what's happening (laughs) with Ion because I don't want to spoil anything, but Oh right, right, right. But um yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. I, I hope people like it. Um because i really not i didn't try to ground it because it's a lot of crazy shit as i've told you but i hope people enjoy what i what i'm gonna do with that because i feel like it's a pretty good alternative to i know this is gonna sound crazy me saying this but i really do feel like it'd be a really cool alternative to marvel and dc and like other comic groups
1: no yeah i think there definitely needs to be more of like independent superhero franchises i guess like yeah, Marvel and DC are cool. They have, you know, their decades-old uh, rosters and stuff. But I think, like, newer superhero uh, universes are so cool. And I think there's so much that could be done that's different than Marvel and DC that could be, honestly, even bigger than them someday.
0: Invincible really gave me hope. Yeah. That people would like Street. the stuff that we write. Yeah. Have you seen um, Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix? No, I I heard a rumor that like they only made one season just for taxes. Oh, is that why?
1: Cuz yeah, <laughs> it got canceled after the first season, but I really liked it and so I was very upset when I found out that they're not making a season 2 cuz it ended on a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, it I thought it looked cool. I I don't don't know why I didn't end up watching it because I think that's a a Frank Miller property. I
1: uh, don't know who that
0: is. He he wrote I think Kingsman. I think he wrote Kingsman. Oh, okay. Let me see. You know Kick-Ass? Yeah, I do know Kick-Ass. I think he wrote that too. Let me look it up real quick. Frank. Oh, Miller. okay.
1: That that adds up actually.
0: Wait, no, 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 no. He's an artist. Oh. Who? <laughs> Who wrote uh, Kick-Ass? Let me see. Kick.
1: I'm not Ass. sure. But yeah, I highly recommend it to anyone listening. Watch Jupiter's Legacy. Even though it's never going to be finished, Uh, it's still worth the watch. One season. Really short. I think it's like 10 episodes. Mark Definitely. Millar,
0: that's what they bought the Mark Millar, uh, properties. Oh yeah, no, I'm not
1: familiar with that person.
0: Yeah, he uh wrote a bunch of crazy shit. My dad really likes his writing. Oh okay. Yeah, like he wrote. I think yeah, he wrote Kick Ass. I think he wrote Kingsman. Uh, just a bunch of like independent comics. Mm-hmm. Um, cool and then. I like his style. Yeah, he made a, he made a bank off of Netflix basically buying all of his properties. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. Like, so maybe they could be with- I think I think okay, where would you want us to go? Like streaming service wise. Streaming service wise,
1: um honestly, Netflix does not have the best track record, especially with, like, the new Avatar show that's rumored, like, uh, or all the rumors that are, like, of all the changes that they're making. People Mm -hmm. are really upset. And with previous shows, they've kind of messed them up a lot. So uh, I think it'd be really cool to have HBO pick up our stuff. I feel like maybe that's, like, a basic answer, but I just think they did a really good job with, like, Game of Thrones and stuff.
0: I agree. I think HBO would be... That's more like um like the cultural zeitgeist. I feel right. like I feel like everyone has their eyes on HBO. Yeah. Uh, I but I will say that I think Amazon's doing a really kickass job with uh that was what they're doing. My second thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think Amazon would be perfect for Forbidden Origins. I gotta be honest.
1: That yeah, that'd be really cool.
0: Because except no, they what?
1: did really they did a bad job with the wheel of time,
0: I will say that. Yeah, that's like their one stinker. Yeah, I guess that's right. In terms um, of, like, adaptions. Because, like, the boys, they did a really good job with. Invincible, they're doing Fallout. very well with. Fallout yeah, looks right. like it's going to be pretty good. I haven't seen anything from that. Yeah, dude, if you play the Fallout games, that they, they really stuck, at least aesthetically, to that. Okay. It looks that's- It looks so tight. good.
1: Yeah, no, I never really got into those games. What games have you gotten into? Uh... Uh, You're kind of putting me on the spot. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Recently, uh, like this past year or last year or maybe two years ago, uh, whenever Elden Ring came out, I really got into that game. Mm -hmm. Loved that game. It was my first ever Souls-like. And now I really want to play Dark Souls. And uh, uh, let's see. What else? What other games do I play? (laughs) I have no clue. I'm like blanking right now. Uh, I could check my Steam library. Uh, oh, I used to play a lot of Ark Survival Evolved. I've always been more of like a uh, into like survival games and stuff rather mm-hmm. than like story based games. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Dead Redemption One was really good too. Um, I play a ton of Minecraft, or I used to, not as much anymore. <laughs> uh the call of duty games all the zombies those are really cool Mm -hmm. the batman arkham games uh i played all of them except asylum and i've heard that one's really good and i have it in my steam but i've just never played it yeah you'll you'll enjoy it
0: have you played all of them yes which one would you say is your favorite everyone would want to would like want me to say um city but i really like night really i really like city
1: i think knight was good i don't think it was the best one
0: yeah no I, I can see why i understand it there was some like they really dropped the ball in certain aspects of the game but i feel like the combat was like really good i really liked his base suit even though i always rocked the uh batman beyond one.
1: <laughs> oh, that one's fire
0: yeah um there was a little t- i agree there was a little too much of the batmobile yeah,
1: I do. I did like the Batmobile gameplay, though. I thought it was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I felt that it was it was really good to like just like drift around the fucking tanks oh, and yeah. shit. Blowing uh, stuff up. But no, nah, c- c- city's cool. I like City. But like I said, it's only about night. Just really, really caught on. Like it really like tickled the back of my brain that like really like those kinds of games. Yeah, uh, that's fair. So you're a PC City gamer? Uh, I am now. I used to be uh,
1: PS4 but when the PS5 came out, I wanted to get it, but it was sold out everywhere. So I was mm-hmm. like, might as well just get
0: a PC. Nice, nice, nice. So
1: like recently, I've been playing uh, Valorant. Okay. Yeah. I'm
0: not that good, but <laughs> it's kind of fun. I try getting into Valorant, but I keep getting my ass kicked. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna keep banging my head <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> yeah. I do what like the do gameplay. Play? What games do I play? So, I have both a PS5 and a PC. Okay. Uh, when it comes to Steam to PC, I, I really like strategy games. So, oh, okay. I'm always playing Total War. Have you heard of that? Total War.
1: I feel like I've heard it, but I've never seen any gameplay.
0: Yeah, look up Total War Warhammer 3 on Steam next time you have a chance, dude. That's that game. I have how many hours oh, do I have on there?
1: Warhammer game. Okay.
0: I have 400 okay. hours on Total War Warhammer, dude. Wow. that's the third one let me see the second one how many do I have on the second one I have 899.8 hours on the second game oh my
1: god Jesus
0: that's that's what my friend Andrew says he's like what the hell man and I'm like dude you all you play is cyberpunk what are you talking about
1: (laughs) oh dude I want to play cyberpunk so bad
0: they really improved it if you get it you're not going to regret it yeah that's what I've heard because like people hated it at launch
1: but they're saying it's really good now Mm mm-hmm and I loved Edge Runners, dude. I've seen it like three times. It was amazing. So it made me want to play the game, but I just haven't bought
0: it. Yeah, that game, that, that show was, that show got me back into playing Cyberpunk. Really?
1: That's what a lot of people were saying.
0: Yeah, I think a friend of mine, he actually got back into Cyberpunk because of the same thing, because of the Edge Runners. <laughs> Wait, so did
1: you buy it at launch?
0: No, hell no. I bought Cyberpunk. it. I got the PS5. I want to say December. Yeah, I got my the PS5 literally um, Christmas Day, twenty twenty one. Oh, so that was like what, like a full year after it came out. So I I bought it like literally the next day. So the first game I got was Spider Man PS4, and then the next day I got paid. I think, and then I got Cyberpunk. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a
1: good. Have you finished the story?
0: Yes. Story mode. Nice. Yeah, I got a little too attached to Panem. So, when, when you play it, you'll know who I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, oh, it's
1: 50% off right now. I might have to buy it. <laughs> if you got the cash, man. I do. I just got paid today. Same, dude. I bought
0: Helldivers today. Oh, dude. I want to play Helldivers so bad, too. <laughs> dude, it's so good. You had... Oh, my God. It's only 40 bucks, dude. It's... it's I- For $40, bucks. It is such a good game.
1: Helldivers 2. Yeah, I've been seeing a bunch of videos of it on TikTok, and it looks really fun. And I've been seeing a ton of memes and stuff about it.
0: Dude, I have so many. Dude, it's so cinematic. I don't know how they managed to pull it off, but it's it's so good. It is just so good. I've been spreading managed democracy for the past like four hours.
1: <laughs> it's awesome, Wait, dude. So how does it? How does it work? What's the gameplay like?
0: Basically, um, you drop in either solo or with a four man team, and uh, you're clearing out. A planet of either giant bugs or robots Ooh, and okay. it's it's pretty cool it's all it honestly it's a really good mix-up from um either enemy type because yeah you'll have the the horde mechanics of the bugs coming at you but then once you go to the other i think they're called the um the automatrons or something like that i just uh-huh. call them the terminators because that's literally <laughs> what they are um they're shooting back at you with like energy rifles oh, and shit. And it's like, it, you have to, you're forced to change up your usual tactics. Yeah. Cause you know how, like, in COD zombies, you could, uh, you can kite them. You can, like, um, yeah. you could hurt them. them. Yeah, you can do the same thing with the bugs. Yeah. But like oh, okay. I said, you go, you go to the Terminators, all of a sudden, you're basically playing, a, you're playing Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, f- it's fun. Uh, it's multiplayer only, but there's a lot to do. Okay, and it's pretty cool. I wasn't expecting this. They have a mechanic, right? Where there's uh-huh. different planets. You have uh, you have two fronts of the war that's going on. You have the robots and the and the bugs, and on each planet there's a bar, right? It's either it's it uh-huh. it's it uh blue or yellow for the bugs, or blue and red for the robots, right? Blue is yeah. the hell is humanity. <laughs> Basically, if that bar, oh crap, oh crap, okay, if that bar. Gets fully um, taken over in either ye- yellow or red, then the enemy has taken that planet and they lock it down.
1: Oh, okay, that's actually really cool.
0: Yeah, and so it's like
1: siege warfare almost.
0: Yes, basically everyone who buys the game is literally actively contributing to the war effort.
1: Oh, that's cool. So it's like a a global yeah sort of like bar or whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's it, really cool. it's not server. It's literally yeah, like you said, it's global. That's actually really cool and you can see how many people are playing on each planet at any given time.
1: Oh, that's really cool. But you can't actually see them, right? It's
0: just No, like, no, uh, no. It's just like okay. a like a indicator of like who's like deployed there.
1: Wait, that's actually cool though. Like I feel like more games need to have global stuff like that just to like give it that sense of community.
0: Yeah, and and I've I've been seeing on TikTok like these people are role playing, they're like, "Oh, helldivers of so and so planet. We've been pushed out. We need to retake it." And like people are like <laughs> oh, like yeah, role playing in the comments it. and shit.
1: I saw one like that where it was like, oh, I'm hopping on on like this planet. I'll help out the war effort. And I was like, wait, is it like a like a MMO or something? But that's that's actually really cool. Having like a global statistics thing.
0: I know it's pretty sick. I think for the gameplay when I capture, I'm just going to capture the hell divers. I play after this.
1: Oh, that. Yeah, actually do that. I would wa- I'm about to watch the whole thing just to see the gameplay.
0: Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's friendly fire is always on.
1: Oh, oh, actually, I did see a clip of that on TikTok where some guy was like, hey, is there friendly fire? And he just shot his friend in the head.
0: <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. Like, even the the, the turrets that you can get, um, they don't discriminate. If you get into the line of fire, they'll kill you, too. Oh, my God. That's actually really cool. Like, realistic style gunplay, I guess. Yeah, and I really like the, the, the story that we get in the background. Have you ever watched Starship Troopers?
1: No, but I've heard a lot of people mention it when they talk about the game.
0: Yeah, Starship Troopers the 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 movie was like a satire of basically the United States and what we could become. Like it's basically just shit talking like fascism. Oh, okay. um, classic. That's basically what Helldivers Two is. They they take the the heavy propaganda, the heavy nationalism, and they they crank it up to twenty. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, no wonder I've been seeing a lot of like freedom and democracy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> managed democracy, son. Managed democracy. Um. <laughs> It, it, it's it's awesome um granted uh some people take it literally so oh, of course there's always going to be those people yeah they it's like it goes right over their head that they're being made fun of you know yeah um but if you take it as just like a joke then it's 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 fucking awesome
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no it looks really cool i definitely want to play it
0: yeah i think you'll enjoy it hey if you get it let me know i'm down to squat up yeah we should you know what that's that's what we should do we should get Eric and armani to let us live stream us playing helldivers yeah, that'd be sick. Hey guys, we're here Life to raise rate. some money for our next uh, for our next book. So contribute while we kill bugs.
1: Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. We could probably do it on the Forbidden Origins YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'd now cool. you're giving me ideas now. I, I need to text our money. <laughs>
1: yeah, text them. Cook something up.
0: Any any games coming out that you're interested in, other than like Cyberpunk games coming
1: out mm honestly, I've been kind of not playing that many games recently, and I have not been keeping up with new releases, so I don't even know what's coming out. Dude, Suicide Squad came out. Oh, I heard people, I've heard very mixed takes on it. I've heard some people love it, some people hate it.
0: Yeah, you ever played Destiny 2? No, never. Well, that game, what's the, the, the game that's had the most grind that you've played? The most grind? Yeah, like online. Um, oh, online. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't really play grindy online games, I feel like.
0: Well, that's basically I mean, Suicide I mean, Squad. Oh, it's online? Yeah.
1: Oh, I thought it was just like a story game, like uh, the Arkham games or something.
0: No, that's what you think, given that it was made by Rocksteady. Yeah. But no, it's um, always online you can play it solo, but it's better to play with a four-man. Uh-huh. And it's, it, it looks super grindy. I'm not going to touch it, but people have said, if you like if you like the grind of Destiny 2, you're gonna be probably going to like the grind of Suicide Squad. And I'm like, I've been in that relationship. It was abusive. Not again.
1: <laughs> you're a Destiny player or what?
0: Yeah, I'm not proud. <laughs> yeah, I've heard people say they wasted a lot of time on that game. Oh, my God, dude. So, okay. in 2019 they stuck it on the game pass for xbox and i hadn't played okay. since the first game right so this is, by this point it's the second game oh. my friend my friend he gets me on it my friend josh and then we stopped playing like right when COVID hits we hop to another game and then my friend andrew gets on it he's like hey can you play this with me and i'm like yeah i'll play it with you why not it cut to like three years later and we're just like oh my god this stupid ass game <laughs> yeah we still get on it and we play it we finally uh-huh. stopped playing when the last DLC, Lifefall, came out because that was a shit show. Oh, okay. It was. Why? It was just like, like the, the story sucked. Um, there was some cool mechanics that came out with it, but it's just the story was so bad, dude. It was just Uh-oh. so lackluster. Um, and yeah, so basically, he and I went uninstalled un- un- the game and we're not gonna touch it. <laughs> just cold turkey quit. Yeah, well, I I can. The guy he andrew Andrew gets a little too attached to these kinds of games but yeah, that's fair. but yeah, like it's... i get it because like i play cod all the time like i'm, I'm used to playing trash too like i'll play yeah. i'll play like the witcher 3 uh-huh. but i'll play call of duty <laughs> you know like yeah you gotta have yeah, you gotta I'll have your gourmet food, meals and then you gotta have your, your your garbage too you know yeah your fast food yeah <laughs> i could do both yeah, no. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah dude i used to be really into cod too but like the newer games i haven't even bought them all the like the new modern warfares the last one i bought was uh vanguard i think and
0: then that one was just so bad i just didn't even bother buying the rest of them yeah i bought vanguard like two days after i got the ps5 um jesus christ it it wasn't okay i feel gameplay wise it wasn't as bad as everyone was saying it was but yeah the story was bad yeah the story was dog shit, and like you would think that story cod cod fun. games would have really bad stories. No, their stories are actually kind of fun.
1: Actually, yeah, like uh, the earlier games definitely.
0: Black Ops too, for the most part, they don't miss. Yeah, except for four, four missed. We don't talk about four. We don't talk about four at all. <laughs> Cold <laughs> War, Cold War was bad. sick though, dude. Cold War was so. I good.
1: actually like Cold War. Same. I I bought the version that was like um, uh, what was it? it was like the both gens? So like. you you could get it on PS4 and PS5 because I was expecting to buy a PS5, but then I never ended up buying it. And so it's just there waiting for if I ever get a PS5.
0: (laughs) That was such a good return to form for Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That one in Modern Warfare before it, the 2019. Yeah, that one was actually good. Yeah, no. So when it comes to the stories, the way I tell people is I just think of it as like, think of the best Michael Bay movie and that's basically Call of Duty.
1: (laughs) Yeah, actually.
0: Like, they're going to have some pretty good, like... You'll occasionally randomly get a level that kind of makes you think. Yeah. And then the rest of it's just, like, explosions. Running through (laughs) shooting explosions, yeah. The deepest, like I said, the deepest games you'll get from that franchise is Black Ops.
1: Dude, have you played the Ghost campaign?
0: Yes, Ghost was really good.
1: I loved Ghost. People hate it, but I loved it. I think it's my favorite one.
0: The multiplayer, I didn't think was very good, but the the story was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest, back when I played it, I didn't even have internet, so I would only just replay the story over and over again, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, that story is really cool. Um, For a real quick rundown, it's very unique from Call of Duty because in that game, it's like an alternate history where... Alternate future, I mean, where mm-hmm. the U.S. is basically a third world country, and we're fighting a war against a united South America. And it is really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean... It came out like what, like ten years ago. It's not like I'm really spoiling yeah. anything, but basically yeah. they call the they call the Federation, and they they kick our they kick our ass. We're basically the Resistance, but it's yeah. it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I liked it. I enjoyed it. We're probably never getting a sequel, and that's that's that that Bradley. really hits me in my heart. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you played The Witcher, right? The Witcher three. No,
1: actually, I've always wanted to ever since I was a kid. It was always like that one game that I wanted, but I couldn't afford, and then I just never ended up getting it. And, like, now that I can afford it, I'm like, eh, I'll play it someday.
0: Yeah, it's always on sale, dude. I would just wait for, like, like, a winter sale. No, spring. Don't they have, like, a spring sale on Steam? Uh, I don't know about spring, but I know they have a summer sale. Yeah, just wait for it then. It's always, like, 10 bucks now. Oh, bet. Yeah, I would recommend it, dude. Um, I beat it on PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, it's on sale right now. It's 10 bucks. Oh, there you go.
1: Adding to cart. Nice. i going to spend my whole check on video
0: games. <laughs> now, what we got to do is uh, have uh, Angel plays through um, The Witcher 3 on Forbidden Origins Live. Ooh. That would actually be really fun. <sighs> I, would, I would watch that. You have OBS, right? Yeah. I used to stream. Oh, there you go. Just try and get the keys to the kingdom from Eric and Armani. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You go.
1: yeah dude, I've been wanting to get back into streaming. Like, I used to do it just, like, you know, for fun every now and then, but kind of stopped and i just haven't gone back into it but it's definitely something that i still want to do i like streaming it's fun
0: how many viewers would you get on average
1: oh none it's just like my friends would pop in sometimes (laughs) to say hi yeah but you know sometimes the occasional random person would pop in and chat but like usually nobody but i just like um playing through games and then being able to like watch it back later on in the future
0: Mm -hmm. i feel that yeah
1: yeah So I think especially with games like The Witcher, where it has like a good story and stuff, I think it'd be really cool to stream it or just record it.
0: I'd watch that. I'm sure we probably have a few people that watch that.
1: Yeah, especially if I can do it on the Forbidden Origins channel. I think that'd be really cool. I think it might even get more viewers that way.
0: Forbiddenorigins at youtube.com. Yes, sir. Check out the videos that Armani posts sometimes. (laughs) When he gets the chance. Yeah. Oh, my God. How how big do you think we're going to get, dude? Like, if we stick with it, how big do you think Forbidden Origins is going to get?
1: I think we have a lot of potential. I think mm-hmm. maybe not like DC Marvel level, you know, one could hope. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I think at least we could get one of our IPs to reach like invincible status or something. I could see that. Yeah. Dude. Like, in reality, we only need one to really hit, you know, and then people will start like checking out our other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it's definitely possible.
0: Someone. I don't want to say any names on the, on the team because I don't want to like put out like their idea. Yeah. But someone, well, I'm technically, I'm putting out there. I don't, whatever. Anyways. So (laughs) someone had a really good idea for a Western. That's all I'm going to say. Not you. Yeah. We, we had talked about this on last episode, but it's, it's it's a alternate Western basically. Ooh. I love alternate. And, they, they they pitched it as a Western cross with a specific IP, a specific medieval fantasy IP, and the way Ooh, okay. they described it, I'm like, dude, that would that would be sick. I think you might know like what I'm talking about. I think yeah, I think I can piece it together. That sounds cool. Yeah, I don't want to say because I think I have I know who said it, but I don't want to say because I want to put their stuff out there. But right. that that I could see sticking. That I could see like I could see that people getting attached to that. People really liking yeah. that idea
1: yeah that seems like something that could go mainstream
0: yeah i could see that like oh dude (laughs) we need to talk about real quick this is my idiot. this is me just going everywhere we need to talk about real quick we need to tell them what happened when we all got into doing a a tabletop rpg in the group call were you there for that
1: no i wasn't in the group call that time no you weren't oh my god dude wait when we came up with the idea to do a tabletop rpg
0: yeah and then we all started getting oh, yeah, into no, like was- classes and shit like creating the yeah. classes. Oh, that was that was actually so bad. Like we had no clue what we were talking about. Oh my god. We, it was remember it was it was a call about echoes. Yeah. <laughs> then it just like
1: divulged, is that the right word? Into just ttrpg but we didn't even know what we were talking about
0: yeah like (laughs) fucking armani is over here like writing each class and like what each (laughs) class can do in the group chat and we're all like talking over each other like no 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 see that's gotta be that class that one's gonna be that class and then we're just like this is about our book guys
1: (laughs) right it was supposed to be a meeting about the book and we were just talking about of forbidden origins, Dungeons and Dragons.
0: But yeah, like what we would like, like publish. How will we do an old universe tabletop RPG? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Like that's the kind of shit that happens in our in our in our group calls. Like it just yeah, it's always a mess. We really are just autistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. For real, for real, no cap yep. on God. Oh my God. See, um, is it? Go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead. <laughs>
0: No, I, I think our potential is very, very big. Um, yeah, I think so too. I think if we can all get our personal stories that we've been working on out there, I think every each and every single one of them will actually get popular. I think each one will get a following, yeah. and that's just gonna grow the brand. I honestly think we can become strong enough to actually get to the table with the bigger companies and negotiate, and negotiate, that would be really cool. negotiate in our favor yeah you know and once again though um, i will say that i don't want to get um i don't want to get not not wolf of wall street um (laughs) what's the one about facebook um oh what's it called uh the social network yeah i don't want to get
1: social networked (laughs) but go ahead you're saying um i don't even remember uh what was i saying yeah, no, I have no clue. <laughs> um, oh, Um. yeah, no, I want to ah dude, I so bad want to do like a dark fantasy, like a uh, book series. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so sick. And I've come up with like a bunch of different ideas of what I could like potentially base it on or like what like type of style I want to go for. But then I never end up writing it. Like, I'll write like a ton of notes, even come up with a bunch of characters. And then I'm like, OK, time to actually get down to writing it. I it be like chapter
0: one. And then I just sit there like staring at a blank page, not knowing what to put down. Okay. So I've already last episode, we kind of talked about like my fantasy um, um, story, Guard. like what, what kind of fantasy do you want to go for in terms of dark fantasy? What, what kind of like, do you know, like the rule set of this world? Like, do you know, like like, do you have an idea for the characters, the factions and all that?
1: I have a couple different ones. Mm -hmm. the first one that i came up with was like um there's this uh uh like i guess group of magic users or like it's not really a race because it's like humans but it's only like some humans have this ability Mm -hmm. where it's like i never came up with all the like rules of the magic system but i do know that like if they use the magic too much like if they overdo it or if they use spells that are too strong for them they like start losing their humanity they start like going insane and they start like getting disfigured and looking like uh, gargoyles okay yeah i just like the idea of people having wings and horns so i was like yeah i'll just have it do that but then also like kind of like in a uh, edge runners where you know like if they use too much cybernetics they go like uh what is it cyber psycho S- cyber psychosis yeah i wanted to do something like that where like if they use too much magic they kind of like go insane and then, like, can't control it or something. I never really fleshed it out too much, but that was my first idea. And then another one that I wanted to do was more like a uh, kind of like a Victorian England setting, mm. but with, like, uh, demons. Okay. It was almost like uh, Sherlock Holmes meets Supernatural almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, where it's like there's, like, uh, demons are, like, just roaming the earth, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's this one guy who's, like, Hunting them, and he's like solving like uh, crimes and stuff. I don't know, something like that. No, I like that. That's actually pretty sick. Yeah, but again, like I come up with all these ideas, and then I just never write them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually.
0: And that second idea, you'll definitely get a bunch of Tumblr chicks to like get into that. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you play your card, your cards right. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta lean into like the supernatural side of it. You gotta cast some of the actors from Supernatural in it. <laughs> yeah. I'll have
1: Jensen Ackles be the main character.
0: Hey, you know, what? if the story's good enough, I could see him doing it. Honestly, yeah. He was. He's in. Um,
1: he plays Red Hood. He, I just found this out recently. He voices Red Hood in one of the animated Batman movies.
0: Yeah, he he plays Batman now too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that, but I didn't know about Red Hood. I thought that was so cool.
0: Yeah, that's an old one too, from like when I was a kid.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah, no, I've never seen it, but I just saw, like, a clip of it on TikTok and I was like, Whoa, that's Jensen Ackles.
0: Cool. Do you have HBO Max? I do. It's uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. I have to add it to my list. Yeah, it's like an hour and 40. Yeah, you'll like it. Bet.
1: Yeah. Oh, go
0: ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, another story that I potentially want to write, uh, another sort of grim fantasy i guess Mm -hmm. uh this one's more like elden ring inspired (laughs) but because i want to be like there's humans and then there's humans who have magic and stuff and all that but then there's also like gods who are like also like characters Mm -hmm. and they like interact with the humans um and uh here's the note that i wrote i wrote the princess of the gods falls in love with a human who ends up causing the destruction of the gods like a uh, realm. And now the gods have fallen and they're living amongst the humans. Something like that. Oh, that's sick. But I want it to be like very worship based, I guess. So like, uh, humans are able to gain like favor from the gods by like, you know, giving them offerings or like sacrifices or stuff like that. Mm hmm. Like that's how the that's how I want the magic system to work, and then there's a lot of potential in there, but I just have no clue how to start it.
0: That's cool. In uh, Manifest, I wrote it that the pagan gods are are so much weak now because everyone's basically either a Christian, a Muslim, or like another religion. Right. So like the 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 Roman gods, the the Greek gods, the Norse, the Aztec, they're they're powerful, but they're not nearly as powerful as they used to be because they're not mm-hmm. being worshipped. Yeah, they're kind of like forgotten. Yeah, basically they're on the same power level as angels, which I mean angels are like pretty powerful even in like actual biblical like literature, but yeah. like they're not they're not gods anyway, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, no, I I've always liked that um
1: the idea of like gods and like fallen gods, fading gods, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that'd be, that's like such a cool uh thing to play around with for stories.
0: Yeah, it's a good trope. I've always liked that trope. Yeah. Me too, I, but that might just be because I'm a Percy Jackson kid. You know, I could see that. <laughs> Knock off Harry Potter. What? That's actually <laughs> offensive to me. Good. Um <laughs> Actually I wrote last night a little three page well, it's on my notes, so it's not like it's that long. Yeah. Excerpt of something that I had, an idea. You wanna hear it? Ooh, sure. All right, let me. Uh... Okay, <laughs> the archangel Azazel stood on a rooftop in New York, his black wings wrapped around him like a robe. The apes walked below, oblivious to his presence. He spotted one, a blonde. So I wrote the the angels in my in manifest to be kind of dicks.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, and they also, but they do like they like human women. Um, because <laughs> you know, in, in if you read the Bible, there's like the Nephilim that came from angels and humans oh yeah yeah. uh basically he's like he spotted one a blonde he might try and mate with her later if this meeting went well (laughs) and then why did you call me here azazel i have bigger problems to deal with right now volt landed next to him or was it alex it made no difference to him the apes all looked and sounded the same after a while heaven is under attack volt scoffed and how is that my problem if hell gains any more territory the balance of power will tilt we can't have that Volt shook his head and rolled his shoulders, annoyed. Last time we talked, I punched you through the Rocky Mountains, and you made it clear you'd try and kill me next time we met. That's what I got so far.
1: That's sick. I like it already. (laughs) I love the way he just, like, despises humans. (laughs) The apes.
0: Yeah, so, I've always liked that. I forgot where I got that idea. It might have been supernatural. I've always liked the idea of angels just, like, they deal with us, but they don't really like us. Yeah, they, like, barely tolerate us. Kind yeah like, by us. yeah like why are we why do we have to deal with you idiots you know what i'm saying yeah i, I love that trope yeah and i can't wait to explore that more and and i wrote it so that alex it, it gets to a point where he's he's so strong he could basically just square up and throw hands with angels you know that's sick i love overpowered main characters i know dude it's so awesome <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, literally for the you know the um the one i was just talking about in my story where like the gods are falling mm-hmm I wrote that I want the second book to be like a God Slayer Kaiju style action where the protagonist is just like going around killing all the gods.
0: An orgy of God killing madness. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Where it's just like one human going up against all the gods and he, I guess, wins. I don't know. I haven't thought it all out yet.
0: So it's like God of War. Yeah. That's cool. Actually. That's also a really good trope. Have you played God of War? No, I haven't played any of them. You need to get on that, buddy.
1: <laughs> dude, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing they're really good, especially the newer ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know, dude. Uh, I feel like a lot of very popular games I just have never played.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll get there once we get that book money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go buy the book so that I can buy God of War. <laughs> Um, and on that note, I think we hit 107. What do you think? Is that a good time? I think that's a good time, unless you want to keep going. No, I think I think it's a good time. We can we can end it right here. Next episode, we could push it. And if we can get a guest, you know, if we can get a guest to get on here with us, that'd be cool. Uh huh, guys, everybody's listening. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. hello. Um, yeah, so on that note, echoes the old universe, guys. It comes out February 26th uh we will definitely be letting you guys know on social media when you can pre-order when you can buy uh please buy it it'll be it'll it'll make our it'll make our day <laughs> yeah it really will so keep a, keep a watch on forbidden origins the things that we'll be making 2024 is gonna be pretty big after echoes we have some other projects that are already in the works that are well on, well on their way to coming out so like i said keep an eye on what we're making and we'll catch you guys later see you guys next week Peace
1: out.